0: It's Mr Charlton here, and this is Audio Story 374. Now the next story has been chosen by different children across the world. It has been chosen by Mark and Agnes. Hello Mark, hello Agnes. And it has been chosen by Mary. Hello Mary. And they asked for a my naughty little sister story from the collection. Are you ready? Okay, let's begin. My Naughty Little Sister by Dorothy Edwards. The story I have chosen is called When My Father Minded My Naughty Little Sister. My naughty little sister had a very cross friend. My little sister's cross friend was called Mr Blakey and he was a very grumbly old man. My little sister's friend, Mr Blakey, was the shoemender man and he had a funny little shop with little bits of leather over the floor and boxes of nails and boot polish and shoelaces all over the place. Mr Blakey had a picture in his shop too. It was a very beautiful picture of a little dog with boots on all four feet, walking in the rain. My little sister loved that picture very much, but she loved Mr Blakey better than that. Every time we went to Mr Blakey's shop with our mother, my naughty little sister would start meddling with things and Mr Blakey would say, leave that be you vermint, in a very loud cross voice. And my little sister would stop meddling at once, just like an obedient child, because Mr Blakey was her favorite man. And one day when we went to his shop, do you know what she did? She went straight behind the counter and kissed him without being asked. Mr Blakey was very surprised because he had a lot of nails in his mouth. But after that, he always gave her a peppermint humbug after he had shouted at her. Well, that's about Mr Blakey, in case you wonder who he was later on. Now this is the real story. One day, my mother had to go out shopping, so she asked my father if he would mind my naughty little sister for the day. My mother said she would take me shopping because I was a big girl, but my little sister was too draggy and moody to go to the big shops my father said he would mind my little sister but my little sister said i want to go i want to go you know how she said that by now i think i want to go i want to go and she kicked and she screamed and i want to go i want to go and she continued and she continued and she continued my mother said oh dear how tiresome you are to my little sister but my father said oh you'll jolly well do as you're told old lady that my naughty little sister wouldn't eat her breakfast But my mother went off shopping with me, just the same. And when we had gone, my father looked very fierce, and he said, What about that breakfast? So my naughty little sister ate all her breakfast up, every bit, and she said, More milk, please, and more bread, please. So much that my father got tired getting it for her. Then, as it was a hot day, my father said, I'll bring you my work into the garden and give an eye on you at the same time. So my father took a chair and a table out into the garden, and my little sister went out into the garden too. And because my father was there, she played good child games. She didn't tread on the baby seedlings, or pick the flowers, or steal the black currants, or do anything at all wicked. She didn't want my father to look fierce again, and my father said she was good, a nice child. My little sister just sat on the lawn and played with rosy primrose, and she made a tea party with leaves and seeds. And when she wanted something, she asked my father for it nicely, not going off and finding it for herself at all. She said, Oh please, father, would you get me my rosy primrose box? And my father put down his pen and his writing paper, and got out of his chair, and went and got it for her, which was on the top shelf of the toy cupboard. It had all the rosy primrose tattoo clothes in it. Then my father did writing again, and then my little sister said, Please can I have a drink of water? She said nicely. Please, please? That was very good of her to ask, because sometimes she used to drink germy water out of the water butt, but father wasn't pleased at all. He said, bother, because he was being a busy man. And he stamped and he stamped and he stamped, all the way to the kitchen to get the water for my polite little sister. But my father didn't know about Rosie Primrose's water, you see. When my little sister had a drink, she always gave Rosie Primrose a drink too in a blue doll's cup. So when my father brought back the water, my little sister said, Where is Rosie Primrose water? Where is it? And my cross father said, Bother Rosie Primrose, like that, cross and grumbly. And my father was crosser and grumblier when my little sister asked him to put the Rosie Primrose's box back in the toy cupboard. He said, Oh that wretched doll again. And he took Rosie Primrose and shut her in the box too, and put it at the top of the bookcase to show how firm he was going to be. So then, My little sister stopped being good. She started to yell and to stamp and make such a noise that people going by looked over the hedge to see what the matter was. Wouldn't you have been ashamed of it? Were you stamping and yelling with people looking at you? My naughty little sister wasn't ashamed. She didn't care about the people at all. She was a stubborn, bad child. My father was a stubborn man too he took his table and his chair and his writing things indoors and shut himself away in his study. You'll jolly well stay there until you behave, he said to my naughty little sister. My naughty little sister cried and cried until my father looked out of the window and said, any more of that and off you go to bed. Then she was quiet because she didn't want to go to bed. She only peeped in once after that. But my father said, go away, go away and went on writing and writing, and he was so interested by his writing, he forgot all about my little sister. And it wasn't until he began to get hungry that he remembered her at all. Then, my father went out into the kitchen, and there was a lot of nice salad stuff in the kitchen that her mother had left for lunch. There was junket too, and stewed pears and biscuits for my father's little sister's lunches. My father remembered my little sister then, and he went to call her for lunch, because it was quite late. It was so late. It was four o'clock. Four o'clock for lunch. But my little sister wasn't in the garden. My father looked and looked and looked. He looked amongst the marrows and behind the runner bean rows and under the hedge. He looked everywhere. He looked in the shed and down the cellar hole. But there was no little girl. Then my father went indoors again and looked all over the house. And all the time he was calling and calling. But there still was no little girl at all then my father got worried he didn't stop to change his slippers or eat his lunch he went straight out of the gate and down the road to look for my little sister but he couldn't see her at all he asked people have you seen a little girl with red hair people said no my father just kept coming and coming and going and going up the road down the road every little way looking so hot and so worried when my mother got home and got off the bus she was not happy at all When my mother saw him she said oh he's lost that child because she knows my father and my little sister really well he has lost her it's him when we got indoors my mother said why haven't you eaten your lunch and then my father told her all about the writing of my bad sister so my mother said well if she's anywhere she's near food of some kind have you looked in the larder where the food is my father said he had so mother said well i don't know Then I said something clever. I said, I expect she is with Mr. Old Blakey. So we went off to Mr. Blakey's shop, and there she was, fast asleep on a pile of leather bits. Mr. Blakey seemed quite cross with us for having lost her, having lost our own sister, our own daughter. And my naughty little sister was very cross when we took her away because she was having a lovely time with Mr. Blakey. Mr. Blakey had boiled her an egg in his tea kettle and given her some bread and cheese out of the newspaper and let her cut it for herself with one of his nice leathery knives. Mother was very cross because she had been looking forward to a nice cup of tea after the bus journey. And I was cross because my little sister had such a fine time in Mr. Blakey's shop. The only happy one was my father. He said, thank goodness I can work again without having to concentrate on this baby, this child. However. That made my little sister cry again. So he wasn't happy for long. The end. Mark, Agnes, Mary, boys and girls, I really enjoyed reading that story. And I hope none of my listeners around the world are naughty little sisters or naughty little brothers or naughty little children. We always, always need to be trying our best and listening to the adults around us. I wish you a wonderful day. I will see you soon on Mr. Chelton's Audio Stories. Three, two, one. Bye, bye, bye.